The only movements below were the swift-moving shadows of the hunter-birds as they homed in on their roost. Despairing, you can thought back to the previous day. How had the clan been so careless? No, you can knew the answer to that. Stupid, stupid, stupid! His body heaved with self-reproach. They had been resting in the windswept hinterland, where a crop of Loshingbury plants grew like a carpet of red maize. The tiny field was a rare find. Most crops had been destroyed by the Akaram, the invaders from the heavens. The Akaram found the plant deadly, and had even been known to die from its juice. Yukon remembered Yulin and the others grinding the burnt red nuts and squeezing out the Loshingbury juice into the clan's bark cup. The pulp had then been handed ceremoniously to each clan member, who clapped, then sipped and chewed the pulpy juice until their mouths became numb and their bodies relaxed. The passing of the Loshingbury juice signified the clan's people's superiority over the invaders. Whereas the Akaram found it deadly, it lifted the Dominion spirits and made them brave and happy. But the Dominions had little to be happy about since the invasion of their lands many generations before. The pounding hooves of the Akaram mounts would have normally been heard by Tashif, the clan scout. But the Lushingbury juice had made him dull. Too old to be of value to the Akaram slave traders, Tashif had paid for his negligence with his life. The horsemen swept across the corn-yellow grasses of the hinterland, screaming and shouting to arouse fear. The clanspeople dispersed like scuttling roaches to be run down and either killed or captured. The Lushingbury field had been too small to hide in, and besides, Yukon reflected, their enemy would have simply sent in the feared hunting birds. Most of the clan had escaped that first capture. The clan's people were adept at surviving. But Yukon also knew in his heart that many of his people had been slaughtered. They had been marched for two days across the sunburnt plains to join up with a larger party of slave traders. There they had been shackled with other clan's people until transportation to the mountains arrived. Their escape that night was nothing if not miraculous. Only two guards had stood watch over the usually docile prisoners, but both had fallen ill from contact with the Lushingbury plants. Two of Yukon's clan had managed to steal the keys from one of the crippled guards, and the entire slave train had quietly stolen away into the night. For all the good it had done them. By nightfall, Yukon's neck and feet were shackled. Every one of his group had been recaptured, including Yulin. Fifteen in all. The ringleaders of the escape had been sacrificed to Makish, the invader's overlord of darkness. The hunter-birds fed well that night. The Akaram slave master, Skipiak, strode along the line of prisoners. He slapped a horsewhip into the palm of his bejeweled left hand and glared at them. Give thanks to your odd gods, you heathens, that I have already made a deal with a Quintaran trader. Had I not been so committed, I would have whipped the lot of you into submission. He paused in his pacing and glared balefully at them.
if even one of my men had died at your wretched hands, I would have butchered you like pigs. He spat a fat wad of phlegm. Instead, I must keep you from harm, although you have caused me much inconvenience. He shook his head in wonder, his bloated and weather-beaten face glistening with perspiration. Have I not fed and watered you? Have I needlessly whipped or tortured you? He continued pacing again, the whip rhythmically slapping his palm. Yukon knew this trader, had seen him and his men on their mounts running down men, women and children on the plains. He led a tight band of twelve hardened veterans. Yet there were other Akaram here, more than Yukon could accurately count. These men were not slavers. Although not uniformed as he knew the Akaram army...